You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 114, Mold and Dryers, Are They Making Me Sick? Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed herein. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 20 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all solo podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley, and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist, and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon about mold and dealing with mold in your home at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Steve Worsley. And if you're interested in scheduling a mold consultation over the phone consultation with Steve, you can be sure to find out more about those and his availability at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. Steve, today we are talking about how dryers contribute to mold. You would never think dryers do that. Well, a lot of people probably don't, they don't think about stuff like that. Um, That's why we're obviously doing an episode on it. So have you ever seen a situation where dryers do lead to mold in some way, shape or form? Quite often. From Uh, what? Usually it's from a a water source from the washing machine, but a lot of times uh, we see mold issues. It's typically a surface mold issue, meaning it's just on the visible side of the wall behind the dryer, and it's because the dryer vent's not attached properly. And can the dryer vent become unattached, you know, because dryers kind of shake a little bit with a certain number of uses? I mean, what causes them to not be attached properly? Over t- I would say most of it's just because it's never attached properly in the first place. Oh. I can't tell you how many, when I did, so when I do mold inspections, I check behind the dryer and the washer. When I did home inspections, I would I would do the same thing. And you'd be surprised when you look back there and it's not even hooked up. And the, the best way to really to do that inspection properly is you run that dryer for about 10 minutes and then check the humidity in that room but most of the time it's just not hooked up properly but like you said over time it can come it can become detached and they've you know i get a uh, a magazine every month and uh one of them it's a home building magazine and every there's an advertiser in there and they're, they're the technology my whole point is the technology they're coming out with a lot better technology to hook those dryer vents up because the problem you have and our 
our listeners know this. So you have that flex duct that you hook to your dryer. Well, then you have to hook it to the duct, that, the termination duct. And so then when you push the dryer, you have to obviously do that while the dryer's out. And when you push it together, sometimes things become detached. And at the end of the day, you have like a little three-inch space between the wall and the dryer itself. So you can't really, it's just tough to hook it up. So there's, um, I don't know, for me, when I was building, it was simple, I guess. To me, you could just run it down the floor. You'd put a 90 on that. And then you'd hook the, the vent duct from the dryer right to that 90. But they have things nowadays where it's kind of recessed into the wall. And so you have a little more room. So, yeah, that's that's one of the big problems, um, you know, when it comes to a dryer. Well, and I don't think people really look behind their dryers. I mean, how do you, what is the preventative thing to do with a dryer? Oftentimes, nobody's pulling their dryer <laughs> out to look at it. Well, there are signals uh, that would actually tell you that your dryer is not working properly it's not venting properly i already just mentioned one thing and it's something that uh, we do in our home but there's one little tiny piece of equipment that they can put in there and that's what what humidity gauge, gauge yeah yep. and that's if it's getting humid in there every time you do your laundry that's that's a dead giveaway that that's not working properly because it goes, it's, it's like the, uh, exhaust fan in our, in the bathrooms, you know, people think it's for smell, it's for humidity. Well, that's what the dryer vent's for. Okay. It's to get rid of all that humidity. It's so funny that you think everybody would naturally assume that. I'm thinking, no, I didn't have a humidity <laughs> gauge in there and I'm like, oh, it's a little hot, a little humid today. But you're like, you, you, you think people would really assume that if they saw a higher humidity number, it's probably their dryer vent. I don't know. I, I, I guess that's just how I think. Exactly. But it, it doesn't have to be the dryer vent. It could be other things. Ah, okay. We just had an issue in our laundry room that right. yesterday, didn't we? Yeah. And we, did we get to the source of that? Or what Are you trying it? to put me on the spot <laughs> yeah. in front of all of our listeners? <laughs> At least tell them what we did to look into it. Well, you use your little infrared camera thing right. to see where the source source of the moisture was. Right? And we couldn't find anything. It was kind of weird. That so for our weird. listeners, I went into our laundry room and there was just a puddle of water in kind of the middle of the room. And... Like I said, we've been getting really hard driving rains. That's just what happens around here. So we didn't know if it was coming in from the doggy door or something like that because of the wind. But there was there was nothing. I The only logical thing I could think is, is it was coming from the ceiling. So I got my infrared camera out and I couldn't find anything. It's just kind of weird. Like... You know, I don't know. It's the, 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 the dog's water bowl wasn't right there. It wasn't urine from the dogs. So it was just kind of an oddity that just even, you know, people like us, even as a mold specialist, there are things that happen and you're like, where did it come from? And yeah. obviously I have the equipment to try to get to the bottom of it, but I, I still don't know what it was. It was kind of weird. That is weird. But right above it is a, uh, exhaust vent. Oh, okay. And so, uh, that, that exhaust vent, so it's a fan like you have in the bathrooms. It's just, it goes straight up. It's not like a bathroom exhaust vent where it, you know, goes out and then to the exterior of the house. It goes straight up to oh, the I roof. Oh, I see. Okay. That so it could have been something like that. Um, cause it was directly below that. Like I said, we, Maybe the wind's just, just kind of a weird oddity. That, Very weird. Yep. 
that's kind of an interesting thing that we're doing a podcast about that when we're talking about what just happened. So yeah, it's for our listeners, there's really odd things like that that can happen. And, and instead of just ignoring that water spot and going, well, it was probably from the dogs, you probably should look into it a little further. Well, and that brings up a, a different point because it's not just the dryers in a, a laundry room that could cause a problem. Obviously, there must be other things. And and what I'd love for you to address is, you know, people have all kinds of fancy laundry rooms now. They have, you know, the, the tall compartments and then the washer and the dryer on a higher level and then the dog bed and the dog can be under. So when people have fancier sinks in the laundry room, what are some of the things people should be on the lookout for that not only the dryer, but they could cause other issues? So... Laundry rooms that aren't even fancy, you obviously have a washing machine in there. Mm-hmm. So you have a water source right there. Uh, one of the most problematic uh, valves, especially when I did home inspections, was the valves for your washing machine, meaning those valves start to leak over time. Okay. And I think I think what happens with those is, is you hook up, you move into your house, you hook up the water lines, you're hot and you're cold. Um Going back to the dryer, our dryer has one of those, I don't even know what it is, but I had to run a water line to it. Mm-hmm. It has something fancy, some steamer thingy, whatever on it. Yeah. Um, but anyhow, you open those valves and they stay open for years. And then let's just say you're you know, selling and you close that valve. Well, then you the new people come in and they do the same thing, hook up those water lines, open the valves, and those valves start leaking. And they just never notice it because... It's behind that washer. And once again, going back to what I was talking about with dryer vents, there is technology. There are boxes that you can put in the wall now that are designed that if, if you know, you hook up your water lines there and your valves are right there, if something is leaking, in the middle of that is your drain line for your mm-hmm. for your washing machine. So everything goes back into the drain, kind of kind of like a floor drain. But my whole point is, is there could be issues with your washing machine and just the valves and you talked about the fancier laundry rooms they have you know sometimes it's a freestanding basin sink sometimes it's a a fancy sink that's right in the cupboard like a kitchen or in the countertops there's all sorts of things like that where you know you mentioned pets uh in our laundry rooms where the water bowl is for the pets i mean there's there's a lot of sources you know this is we're not talking about mudrooms in in uh, this episode, but that's why I'm so big on mudrooms. So that people come in, they take their shoes off in that mudroom. Exactly. Uh, you know, if you're taking off wet clothes or you know from the snow or whatever, you know you're putting it in a mudroom. Whereas if you don't have one, you're putting wet clothes. Just you know how kids are; they just throw them on the ground and. Exactly. You know, that can cause issues. So there's a number of things that could. And, and we just mentioned something where it was just uh, it was just a weird isolated incident where we just had a little puddle of water on the floor and we couldn't figure out why. So there are a lot of things in there um, that could cause those issues. So then what should our listeners be doing in terms of preventing mold, specifically in the laundry room? So like we've talked about, a humidity gauge. They're very inexpensive. Uh, they're, they're something where you can buy, you know, I don't know what the prices are. Our, our clients can get on and look at the different styles. But you can buy a decent, just one humidity gauge that has the uh, temperature also for 
I don't know, ten, twelve dollars. You can buy the smaller ones that are much cheaper. Buy four of them and put them in four different rooms. Make sure you put that humidity gauge in there, and make sure you monitor it. The gauge does you no good if you're not looking at it. Um, <clears throat> other things you can do is make sure that you have your dryer vents cleaned every at least once a year. Some people tell you every other year, but dryer vents. I could be wrong, but I believe they're one of, I know they're one of the leading causes of a fire in a home. I don't know if they're at the top, but that link gets built up and, and causes a fire. So that's, a, that's another concern. So let me ask a different question because this just occurred to me. You know, there are homes where they have a laundry room on the first floor and then they have a laundry room on the bedroom floor. And I've always thought that's kind of tricky because if anything leaks, in that laundry room or the closet that actually has the washer and dryer on the top floor, doesn't it, if you don't pay attention to it, go down? It could. Okay. And, and I actually cover this in the latest book, ironically, is that's why you put it uh, put it in a pan, and I never talked about that. It's like a water heater. You have a drip pan below it. Same with um, a washing machine. And, oh. and like I said, nowadays, though, you, you know, we have dryers now that have steamers, so... It's a, for our listeners, it's just something you can buy at your local hardware store. And it's literally just like a, a pan that has a, a lip on it that's, you know, two or three inches high. And the washer and dryer sit on that. And then on top of that, just like on a water heater, you can plumb that with PVC pipe and run it to the exterior. Oh, okay. And, you know, remember what I had to fix this winter on the water heater. That, that was a, a pipe that was going outside, exactly. and it's the same concept. Is you you just run a, a inch and a half or two inch PVC pipe, you run it to the exterior. The whole point behind that is is it's a preventative measure. So if water's coming out of that pipe outside, there's something inside leaking. Exactly. And that's what you know we had to deal with with the water heater. Yeah. The water heater was totally just for our listeners. It was a uh, the pressure relief valve on our water heater that was defective and it wasn't completely open it was just starting to it had a slow leak but it ended up ended up being a big uh big deal yeah big funnel of ice i guess <laughs> sitting out there so yeah the drip pan's a great a great thing for especially if you have a level below you know what where your laundry room is correct how often should people be checking things in their laundry room just to make sure there are no leaks and things are attached every properly. time you go in there. Wow. I mean, we do, we do laundry. What would you say? Two, three times a week, maybe oh, yeah. depending on how much you work out. Exactly. It's plenty of, <laughs> plenty of times a week, which is plenty of times mm -hmm. is my point. And you know, our dogs stay in there in our, in their kennel. So we're, we're in our laundry room quite often. And you know, you should at least when you're doing your laundry, if you don't have dogs in there and it's down in the basement you don't go down there very often. Just check things out. And that humidity gauge is, is, a, is a crucial, crucial thing that's not, it's a cheap component that would save you thousands of dollars on, on a mold job. There you go. All right. So what's your call to action for people? What we just talked about. Make sure that you do uh, inspections weekly. Make sure that you're having, and, and a lot of our listeners are probably like, Wow, we should clean our dryer vent. Yeah, make sure it's clean. Yeah. Uh, you can hire companies. I see it all the time out of Utah, but 
I don't think it's very expensive, but you can you can hire a company that will come in and clean it out for probably less than 150 bucks. So make sure you do that. Absolutely. And then also check out your courses on Udemy and your books on Amazon because yep. you do cover a lot of these kind of home infrastructure things you need to be on the lookout for. Exactly. And it, you know, the toxic mold in my old home book, you know, we talk about stuff like that, but we, I talk about laundry rooms in all of my books just yep. because they're, I'm not going to say they're a hot spot for mold, but it's, it's, pretty common or fairly common that we find mold in a laundry room. And it's probably one of the most neglected areas for most people. They don't think to no. do a weekly check in their well, you got stinky clothes in there and, <laughs> you know. All kinds of things. Most people don't like doing laundry either. So it's just kind of a, especially if it's down in a basement. Yeah. So, yeah, make sure that uh, you check out our courses and uh, go to Amazon and buy, buy, we have four books out there now. So hopefully there's going to be more. That's I get right. my button gear. There you go. You heard it from the expert. We'll talk to you on the next episode. Prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.